BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back, my sweet circlers. How are we doing? I'm personally doing great. I just sat here before I started recording and sang the entire Star Spangled Banner to myself into the microphone just to really pump myself up. Just kidding. I actually didn't even realize I was doing it until, you know, until I, I think I got until I got to the rocket's red glare. Then I was like, oh, okay. Patriotic queen. Just kidding. That's like the last thing I would describe myself as. But hello, welcome to Circle Time. Gather around this damn circle and let's chat. No, no. Brisket, my sweet cat, just came and tried to move our journal questions away from us. And I'm not going to let that happen. Hello. How are we doing? Happy Monday. What's up? What's been going on? I want to talk to you guys about the Golden Globes because that happened last week. And I feel like that's where we should start. A little Golden Globes recap. Okay. So as I told you last week, we were going to the Golden Globes last time we talked. We had not yet gone. Now I'll tell you all about it. Well, it was fun. (laughs) Okay. So we got there First of all, the day started at like 9 a.m. And we like that's what time my makeup artist Carly came over. She started doing my makeup at nine. My hair girl Kylie got here at like 10. So we were just going, going. We were doing it right away. I got my dress like the night before. I was styled by someone named Kat and she I went to her place, picked up the dress. Luckily, loved the dress loved the fit, loved everything. And then started getting ready. And I was like, pretty chill. I actually like, I did like a workout the morning of, which is so not like me, but I think that helped like my nerves a little bit and like getting some of that energy out elsewhere. And then the day started. I absolutely loved my makeup and my hair and everything. Like It was great. 
The only thing is that it was pouring rain. It was like storming outside when I was getting ready. And I was like, okay, it's going to stop before the globes. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's not going to like, oh my God, before the globes. Okay. (laughs) Relax. It's going to stop before you get there. So like, don't worry about it. It did stop. But what I didn't think about was that the carpet was going to be sopping wet. So we got there and like, when we're pulling up, by the way, it's like, full on like bomb squads checking every car. There's a huge line. They open up the trunk. A dog gets in the trunk, sniffs the whole thing out, talking to the driver, talking to you guys. Like it was protected and safe, which honestly I didn't mind. I love feeling as safe as I possibly can. So I was happy about that. We finally get through this like insane security and like you get there and it's just like kind of like chaos a little bit. Like Red carpets are so awesome because it's like just so much fun to like watch everyone and like to see like all of the people like interviewing people and stuff like it's just shit that I have always watched on TV that I've always loved that like I get to see in person. I'm just like enamored by the whole thing. I could stand there and watch it for hours. But when you're actually like going and like taking pictures and stuff, it's a little there's like you feel like a little bit of pressure, you know. So we get there. I get out of the car immediately my bracelets start falling off. Like they, they fit me. They fit me the entire time until I get out of the car and all of a sudden they're falling off. I'm like bending over to try to pick them up. I have to like, I'm, my dress is supposed to be like tighter on my wrist, but I have to keep it kind of bunchy so that the bracelets stay on. So that was annoying. And then the carpet is like sopping wet. So the bottom of my dress started getting wet. And like right before we go down the carpet, I look down and like, you can see the discoloration of the water from like on my dress. And I was like, that's such a bummer. And like, it really wasn't that big of a deal because the dress looked good and like, I loved it and I was happy with how I looked, but I was just bummed out that like, it was going to be wet on the bottom. I don't know. I just like, it's so, especially working with like stylists and hair and makeup artists and stuff. It's like, there's like, I want to look good for them too. Like I want to look good for myself, but I also don't want them to be like, Oh, what the fuck was she doing on the carpet? You know what I mean? So I felt like just a lot of pressure and I was like just overwhelmed instantly, but it's okay because it all turned out fine. And I love the way I looked. I just, some of the pictures I'm like, you you didn't crush those pictures, girlfriend, but that's okay because you can't always crush every picture you take. (laughs) I'm just like constantly slaying in all my pics. So it's fine if I didn't slay this one time, that's obviously a joke, but I'm just saying like, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. I loved the way I looked. Sorry to go on this complete tangent about that, but I was just feeling a little bit like self-conscious. And then I just wanted to like stand on the carpet and stare at everyone. And there were just like so many, so many like legitimate stars there, you know, there were like celebs and I was amongst them. I mean, like amongst them in the sense that I was just standing there staring at them. Like I wasn't like wasn't really brushing shoulders with them, I would say, but I was, you know, that meme of Kim Kardashian, like peeking out behind like the bushes. That was me (laughs) staring at everyone. So I just kind of stood there and stared for a while. And it was just like so cool to see because the Golden Globes are like legit, you know, like it was a really cool place to be. And it was just like cool to see, but I was completely overwhelmed, you know, all of that. And then we ran into some people, we saw some people we knew and 
they were like, oh, are you guys in the viewing room or are you like in the actual room? And we were like, oh, there's a viewing room. I thought everybody just goes into the award show and like gets to watch the award show from the room. (laughs) Obviously, like, I don't know why, like why I thought we were going to be in that room. Like when we, when we've never like, we're not in TV and movies. What we shouldn't even be there. Like we're there. We don't need to be in the actual room, obviously. But in that moment, I was like, oh my God, I guess we're going to be in the viewing room. And so <laughs> our PR girl is like, yeah, yeah, you guys are in the viewing room. Duh. And we we're like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Why the fuck would we be in the actual award ceremony? So basically it's not like, it's just like another room. It, it was at a hotel. And so it's just like another room, like a big room in the hotel, not like a hotel room, but like a banquet hall type of situation that we were in. And there was just a bunch of tables and there was a bunch of food and TVs. And then we just watched it on TV. So it was basically like watching it at home, but we were just really dressed up and we were in the same building as the Golden Globes. So that was hilarious because everyone, like people were texting me, like my friends were texting me like, where are you? I'm like looking for you. And I'm like, oh, you can't see me because I'm in a completely separate room from the actual award show because why the fuck, why the fuck wouldn't, why would I be there? So I'm in the viewing room, but it was fun. Like we just kind of sat at tables and like we all hung out there was like a bunch of people in there. So like it was fun, but it was humbling because <laughs> you know you're like doing the red carpet and we're like wow I cannot believe we're at the Golden Globes this is so crazy this is so cool and then we're like oh yeah in we're in the viewing room we're just watching it on tv in, a, in another room <laughs> so ever since I was a kid one of my absolute favorite parts of every single day has been picking out my outfit of the day and that has not changed as I've gotten older I've just always really loved expressing myself and who I am through my clothes. And with Newly now, I can express myself in so many different fun ways and experiment with new ways and styles so easily. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For $88 a month, I can choose six styles to rent for whatever I have going on that month. It gives me access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands like Free People, Love Shack Fancy, Selkie, Anthropology, so many amazing brands in a range of sizes from petite to 5X plus and maternity. I am definitely guilty of not wanting to be an outfit repeater. It's something I'm working on, but it's just who I am. And this is way more sustainable than buying stuff I'm only going to wear once. It's also such a a fun and easy and great way to try different trends, try brands that you're curious about before fully committing to buying them. And the best part is it's flexible. There are no late fees, damage fees, and the option to pause or cancel anytime is always available, which is really helpful for me because I am indecisive and I always put off returning things, but I don't have to worry about that with Newly. And it's just so much fun. So if you're like me and you want more style, flexibility, and sustainability in your life, you need Newly. Get $20 off your first month when you sign up with the code CIRCLETIME20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code CIRCLETIME20 at sign up to get $20 off your first month. Newly, more life in your clothes. You guys will love it. Go check it out. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, 
I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. But I will say we got to go to the after party, which was like, like everyone that was at the award show, actual award show, and everyone that was in the viewing room came together and went to the after party. And that was really cool to see because they were like getting their awards engraved and like everyone was there. Like Jennifer Coolidge was there and fucking Donald Glover was there, which was so cool. I couldn't really like, I didn't say anything, obviously. I don't know. I didn't feel like it was right to like freak out over people because like, I don't know. I was trying to like play it cool. Like they're at a party. Like I'm at a party. I just, I don't want to be like, Oh my God. Hey, like freaking out. So I was trying to play it cool. Although I was freaking out over like everyone and I was just staring at everyone. But yeah, also like we weren't drinking because I'm not drinking right now. And so it's like, I was very, very much sober, but at the end of the day, I was kind of happy that I was sober because I could one, remember it all. And two, like, I didn't wake up with any sort of like, oh my God, what did I say to this person? Did I overshare? Because I'm a big oversharer after a couple drinks, I feel like. So yeah, I was happy to, I was kind of happy that I didn't drink, but the after party was just so much fun and I was really excited to see Donald Glover. And I was also really excited because I got to talk to Jay motherfucking Ellis. I don't know why I just said it like that. Jay Ellis (laughs) from insecure insecure is one of my all time favorite shows. And Jay Ellis, I just love, I think he's so cute. I think he's such a good actor. He's one of my faves. And I saw him on the red carpet. He was like doing interviews and I was like, cause he was also in top gun. And he like presented an award at the Golden Globes. I don't know. So I was like, oh my God, that's jealous. I was freaking out because Insecure, one of my all-time favorite shows, he's like my favorite character. Like, I just like, I just love him. Okay. And so I was like, oh my God, it's jealous. I was texting my, my friend Elizabeth and I both love Insecure. She's the one who told me to watch it. And so like, I was texting her and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, jealous. Blah, blah, blah. Like we were freaking out. And I obviously didn't say anything. I was only going to say something to him like on the red carpet if like we he walked by me or something like just a little like, hey, big fan, you know, nothing crazy. But he didn't. So I was like, oh, well, whatever. At least I got to see him. And then at the after party, I saw him like walk in and he was with his beautiful wife and I saw them walk in and I was like, oh my God, I'm at the same party as him. Like that's cool enough in and of itself, you know? And so I, I've also told this story on my vlog so sorry if you're hearing this for a second time, but I'm excited. And my circlers deserve to hear it as well. So I was on walk in. I was like, okay, whatever. Cool. We're at the same party. That's crazy. I don't, I didn't like follow him. I didn't go up to him. I just didn't want to be weird. So I'm just standing there. Like we're standing around talking and all of a sudden, like someone's like taps me, like kind of like, Oh, excuse me. Like, excuse me, trying to get by, you know? And I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. And I turn around and I'm face to face with him. Like he's the one being like, oh, excuse me, can I just get by you? And I was like, oh, like I literally turned around and he was standing there and I was like, oh, hey. (laughs) 
I literally jumped and was like, oh my God, hi. And he was like, hi, sorry. And I was like, oh, it's okay. And then I was like, I'm sorry, I have to tell you, I'm a huge fan. Insecure is one of my all-time favorite shows. And he was like, oh my God, thank you so much. That really means a lot. I really, really appreciate that. And I was like, totally. And then Cody turned around, saw him, and then he was like, oh, hi, introduced himself and shook our hands. And then I said hi to his wife. And then he was like, thank you again. And he walked away and it was like the perfect, quick, simple, most perfect interaction. And it was just like so crazy and so cool that it happened. And I was just so excited because it was an overwhelming night, but it was like so cool to be like at that party. And like the fact that I got to like say hi to him at the end of the day was really just exciting, you know? So yeah, I was excited about that. And it was just so much fun. Like Anderson Pock DJed and he played like an all vinyl set, which was so cool. And the music was so good that he was playing and like we were dancing and I don't know. It was just, it was a really fun night aside from the viewing room. <laughs> no, the viewing room was fun in its own way in like a funny, silly food was good. And like the people we were hanging out with were fun. So it was great, but it was just a really cool night. Always a, like not as like as as is everything. I feel like nothing's ever as like glamorous as it seems. It's always a little bit more like chaotic and not as fun and perfect as it seems. But at the end of the day, it was still really awesome. And like the after party was fun and it was a really cool experience. So I'm glad that we went. Taylor Swift was not there, which was a bummer, but you know, that's okay. I don't doubt in my mind that I will meet her one day. Like I know I will meet her. I know I will. It just has to be the right time. So yeah. Also a couple more exciting things. Oh, by the way, remember when I made that list of like people that I would love to meet? I think I made it last week. I fucking forgot Rihanna. I obviously would love to meet Rihanna. And the only reason I remember that is because she was at the Golden Globes and I like, I saw her sitting there. She didn't do like the carpet or anything, but I saw her like on TV when I was watching on in the viewing room. And I literally was like, holy shit, I'm in the same building as Rihanna right now. She's just one of those like untouchable celebrities. Like I just, I'm like, oh my God, she's, I mean, she's everything. So she's definitely top of my, of that list. And I forgot to, to say that. And you know who else is too? Bruce Springsteen and Morgan Freeman. Those are some top ones. You know, sometimes I answer those questions and I have to think a little bit harder, but yeah, those, those are in my top for sure. So it was fun. It was definitely fun. And that's that. Also, you guys know how I'm a huge Gracie Abrams fan. I've talked about it on here. I've talked about it elsewhere too, but I've just always, I just think she's a fucking genius and the lyrics, the music, everything is so good. She's opening for Taylor Swift on some of her concert dates. And that's like, to me, just like the ultimate combo right there. I posted her song, her new song on my Instagram story and tagged her because I'm a, because I'm a fangirl. And she responded and she was like, oh my God, I love you. And I was like, oh my God, no, I love you. Like, it was really cool. It was like one of those like really cool moments. So 
big Gracie Abrams stan and I just feel like that was cool. So I wanted to tell you guys about that because I know I've talked about how I wanted to go see her on tour. So yeah, especially when she opens for Taylor Swift. Well, not especially, but her opening for Taylor Swift is just like my ultimate, my dream blunt rotation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My dream blunt rotation though is, I just pretty much named it. It's It would be Taylor Swift, Rihanna, Bruce Springsteen, and Morgan Freeman, and Gracie Abrams. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be so amazing. Can you imagine if I could if I could have a dream blunt rotation and not and not have a panic attack every single time I smoked weed? That would be cool. I like really wanted to make weed work for me so badly, like for so long. I just like every time I smoke, I feel so panicky. And so it's not fun, but I love the like concept. <laughs> like I want to smoke weed without feeling like I'm dying. And I can't, but I do have these little like microdose weed like microdose gummies the brand is the high confection confectionery and our friend jenna started the company and she was like i was like i can't do weed she was like no trust me try these they're just like one milligram is that what they're measured in just one of whatever they're measured in one when normally edibles are like five or ten i don't know (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea you guys, but I try, I've, I've eaten a few of those like at separate times. Two is too many. I learned that the hard way Two causes some panic for me, but one is really nice. So yeah. But if I could have a dream blunt rotation, that's who it would be. And I just feel like it's perfect. That'd be so fun. I feel like for most of us, a lot of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. It was always a struggle for me. Like, for example, I decided to take Italian in college and I cannot tell you a single thing that I learned, (laughs) which is honestly a bummer. Uh, But now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there is an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. I know some circlers have called in during story time who are studying abroad, or you want to connect in a deeper way with your family, or you have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. And although I didn't retain much Italian in college, I did take Spanish in high school and I loved it. And I've been relearning that on Babbel and it has been so fun and helpful. Babbel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. It's built around real life. The lessons are created by real people and voiced by native speakers. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent, which is so helpful. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, get this, you can also access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash circle time. That's babbel.com slash circle time for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. (sighs) So that's my little life update. Let's see. I had my second wedding dress fitting. That went really well. I thought that she had... 
she did like she took in like the tops of everything like she like took in the tops of everything but the length for my dresses some of them weren't done yet and I didn't realize that and so when I tried on like my wedding because I because I have like a different I have like different outfits for different parts of the weekend you know what I mean like the rehearsal dinner welcome party all that so when I tried on my dress for the wedding I thought she had finished hemming it already and I put it on and it was too short and I was like oh my god oh my god like I like I instantly felt like my nose burned like I was about to start crying (laughs) and I was like it's too short and she was like oh it's okay it's okay it's okay like I can I can take it down I can take it down. I just have it folded under. Like I just have it like it, she just made it look like it was hemmed, but it wasn't actually hemmed yet. And she was like, I could totally take it out more. I freaked out though. So, but it went well. Other than that, everything fits perfectly. And then my final one is this upcoming weekend. And then I pick them up and then I have my wedding dresses. So that is exciting. Everything wedding planning wise is like going pretty smoothly. Like we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's all going smoothly and you know, we're, we're having a wedding. So it's very exciting, but yeah, it's been fun. I was worried that the deeper I got into planning, the more stressed I would become, but luckily that has not been the case. So that is good. That's good. Everything, everything is good with that. Also for my circlers who have started reading what I'm reading, I don't know if there's any of you, but if you have, remember I read Well, I read It Ends With Us and it starts with us right as the year ended. And then I read Every Summer After, which I loved. I read that in like a week. I started Carrie Soto. What's it called? Something Carrie Soto. And I am, I'm struggling a little bit to get through this one. It's a little bit slower of a start for me. A lot of tennis talk and I'm having a little bit of a hard time. I'm like 20% done with it. But I've been I've been having a hard time, but I think I just need to like buckle down and read it. Let me know if any of you have started it. It's by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who also wrote Daisy Jones and the Sixth and Daisy Jones and the Sixth, not the Sixth. Evelyn Hugo, which are two books that I absolutely loved. So I, I just know that I'll enjoy it. I just am having a hard time starting it, like getting into the like into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Into the th- remember that. You know what I was thinking about? How it's crazy that like so many TikTok trends just like come and go. Like remember, probably fuck. I used to say that all the fucking time. Someone said it to me today. Brooke, Lady Efron, Brooke Averick. Is it Averick or Averick? Brooke, if you're listening, let me know. Actually, just ask her. But she was on Cody's podcast, Insanely Chill. And so, and I went on too. And so we were talking to her and I was like, and I'll get her on circle time too. That'll be fun. But she said, probably fuck. And I was like, oh my God, that was such a staple in my jargon for like a couple weeks. Then I just completely forgot about it. Is that what's happening to our brains because of TikTok? I just want to make sure her name is Taylor Jenkins Reed because I really pulled that out of my ass. And yeah, it is. Okay. Carrie Soto is back. That's the name of the book. I need to just, I need to just hunker down and finish it because I really was trying to read like one book a week. And today would have is a week since I started it. So I gotta I gotta get moving on that. But let me know if any of you have started it or if you're reading every summer after. Because yeah, it would be so much fun to have a little circlers book club. And there we have it. There are some fun updates for you guys 
on pretty much everything. We got a new litter box for the cats so it doesn't smell so much like piss and shit all over the house. It actually has gotten way better. We just set up the new litter box yesterday, but it's so cool. We got a litter robot. They, I feel very, very lucky because they sent us one and I love it. It's in here right now. I never thought I could love a litter box or that I would even think twice about any litter box ever, but I love it. Definitely worth it. So yeah, I'm going to be buying another one, I think, for so that they can have multiple places to piss and shit. And other than that, everything's pretty solid. I've still been making my meals for myself. Remember how I was telling you how I was going grocery shopping? I've been doing that and actually been making food. And I think it's been really great. And it's helped me like have a routine and like feel like I'm doing something. So just got me out of a funk a little bit. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, you didn't eat all day. You kind of just laid there. And so it helped me. It's been helping a lot. So that's great. Everything else is great. And I hope everything else is great with you too, my sweet circlers. And I think it's time for story time. Okay, let's do our story time because it's the best. Let's get started. Okay, this is number three, four, five. Hello, my name's Olivia. I'm from Pittsburgh. And just a side note, my husband and I went to Banff, Canada like four years ago, and it was the most amazing thing ever. I'm so jealous of you that you get to go all the time. So I have a two-year-old son. He's almost two. And my husband and I, we're, um, we're 28 and 27. My husband and I can't decide if we should have another kid. We think that our son is the most perfect angelic being on the earth and we're just like why could how could it get better so yeah I mean I know you don't have kids but I know you want kids how many do you want and how do you think you'll know that it's time for another one love you so much bye oh my god what a fun question hi Olivia and hi to your child who I heard talking in the background and that made me really really happy I think listen I I on like I obviously cannot tell you when to have another kid and I probably shouldn't insert myself in yours and your husband's discussions about that. My brother and I are two years apart. I thought it was a solid age difference and it was really fun to have someone growing up with to play with. And like, I think having siblings is just a really cool experience and I'm lucky to have a great older brother So that's what I have to say about that. You've already started strong. You said he's perfect. So why not make another perfect little baby? And then you'll like seeing your perfect child become a older sibling will be so much fun to see them grow into that role, you know? So I support you whenever you think the time is right. No rush and do what feels right to you. But I think it would be really fun to watch your family grow. When, how, do I want kids? Is that what the question? I obviously want kids. I love children so much. And I feel like I was like, I just feel like I am supposed to be a mom. Like it feels like the right, it just feels right. Like I just feel like I was like made to be a mom. So I'm really, really excited to be a mom. I've, I feel like I'll be a good mom. And if we, God willing, we can have children. 
I want, I don't know, two to four. And I would love to have a, a solid family, a big family. Not too big, but I don't know. I mean, I think that's the kind of thing that like you can try and plan for all you want, but you don't really know what it's going to be like when you start trying to conceive a child or how long that's going to take or how that pregnancy is going to go or all of those things. There's so many different factors. So I don't really like know, but I would love to have children. Yes. And multiple if I'm able, if we are able. So that's that. All right. I don't know if any of you can relate, but I feel like a lot of times when I'm trying to start a project, I really struggle because I get so overwhelmed and I just don't even know where to begin. So then I just don't do it or I do it late, but it's, it's hard for me to start. And I feel like when I use tools and things that are easy to maneuver or understand that help me get started, I always do better. And that's where Squarespace comes in. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. Squarespace really has the tools you need to get your business off the ground, stuff I wouldn't think of, you know, including e-commerce temp e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, and secure payments. You can also connect your social media accounts, so display posts from your profiles on your website and push website content to your profiles so your followers can also share it. And by the way, you own all of the content you put on the Squarespace platform. They offer one-click data portability. It's just the best, and it's so helpful in every way to get started. Getting started for me is always like the hardest part, but Squarespace just makes it so easy. So go check it out at squarespace.com slash circle time for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code circle time to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Squarespace.com slash circle time. Let's do another. Sorry, this is literally so rude. People should not do this to people, but this is something that's bothered me for a couple of years. Sometimes when you say that really resonated with me or that really resonates with me, you say resignate, which is a different word entirely. So just a little annoying tip. It's, oh, hi dog. Um, it's resonate, R-E-S-O-N-A-T. Well, that is so fucking sweet. <laughs> I think that was the same girl. They were both named Olivia. Thank you so much, Grammar Police. That that message really resonated resonated with me resonated resonated does that sound like i'm saying a g resonated because i'm not trying to say a g i think i'm just nasally resonated that really resonated with me that message thank you so much no but really thank you for um thank you for telling me i'm so sorry that's annoying but that's okay because now we're learning and growing here on Circle Time. And so I really appreciate you letting me know that I'm saying it improperly. And that message really resonated with me. Resonated. See, I said it again. It just, I think it sounds wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Liv. Can I call you that? Okay. Next up. Hi, Kelsey. My name is Danny, and I'm a junior in college. And right now I'm actually doing a study abroad for the semester in Paris. But I've noticed after being here for a week that 
I kind of let myself get held back by the fact that I'm not a French local and I don't necessarily speak the language very well. It's kind of like a fear of how people are perceiving me. So I was wondering if you have any advice for how to get over my own anxieties here and letting these things hold me back from getting the most out of my experience. Love the podcast, by the way. I've been watching you and Cody for years now and just want to say you're doing amazing. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Well, you know what? I think the first step here is like acknowledging that. And so I feel like the fact that you even are realizing kind of what's holding you back is like a step in changing that. I just don't want you, you're studying abroad is such an amazing experience. And I don't want you to miss out on so many opportunities just because you're scared of how people are perceiving you. Because this is really like, like, yeah, you'll be able, like, I'm not saying you won't ever be able to be back in Paris and to experience it, but just this time in your life and studying abroad and stuff is such a special time that you can't get back that I feel like you just need to like go out and enjoy it and like live to the fullest. Who cares what people are perceiving you as? You are not a French local and that's okay. You're, there's only one way to learn. Obviously be respectful of like the culture and the locals and all of that. But I feel like there's really only one way to learn and to immerse yourself in the culture and to enjoy everything you want to enjoy and experience everything you want to experience because this is your personal experience. Do with that whatever you want, but don't let your fear of how people are perceiving you and whatnot affect your experience because that doesn't matter. It only matters that you get out what you want from it. And you're only getting out what you're putting in at this moment. And I don't want you to look back and think, God, why did I care so much what people thought? Cause, and I think you're already recognizing this. And I feel like that's a really good step into just like doing you and doing whatever you want to do. But I feel like, I feel like you gotta, you gotta get the most out of your experience. And there's really only one way to do that. And so I know it's scary and it's, so much easier said than done. And it's so hard not to think about people and the way that they're perceiving you. But I think that it's okay that you're not a French local. You're there studying abroad. You're there to learn about the culture. You're obviously respectful of it. And I feel like, like, why not just live it exactly how you want to live it? It's your time. It's your money. It's your experience. You go enjoy it the way you want to. And you'll have an amazing, amazing time. Okay. Hey, Kelsey. First of all, I love listening to your podcast. I think the premise is just so amazing. My question is about friendships. So recently I started college, my freshman year of college, and I just feel like I've had more of a hard time making friends. I feel like I've been able to meet a lot of people, but afterwards it's just really hard to keep up and form a closer connection with them. So I was wondering if you had any advice on friendships and especially friendships in adulthood and anything like that. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like we always kind of talk, end up talking about friendships during story time. And I think it's really important. It's a really important thing to uphold are your friendships. And it's an important thing to keep talking about. 
when you get into adulthood and everybody is doing their own thing and everybody is taking different paths and doing different things, I think that you really, and you have friends that you formed connections with that you don't want to lose. I think that it's really important to make time to reach out to them and it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be huge grand gestures or anything. Just text, like thinking about you, how's, how are you? What's new? Just a quick little catch up, even a quick little phone call every once in a while, just nurturing those relationships. And if it's a friendship that's important to you, just talking. I I feel like so many of my friendships have grown just over, even over like text over the phone, like just reaching out every few days and being like, oh my God, how did this go? How did that meeting you had go? How did that test you had go thinking about you. Hope you have a great day. Just stuff like that. And obviously like it should be reciprocated. Like you don't always want to feel like you're the one reaching out. And sometimes like I've had times when I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to reach out to this person because I feel like I've been doing it over and over again and see if they even think about me. And sometimes that's a little bit of like a sad awakening. I feel like because you want to feel like your friends are thinking about you and as much as you're thinking about them. So, but I feel like sometimes people forget to reach out or get so caught up in their own lives and, and whatnot. And so if you want to reach out to someone and you want, you have a relationship that you want to nurture, then make sure that you do that and make sure that you let them know, not, not straight. You don't even have to straight up tell them, but make them feel like your relationship is important by reaching out to them, checking up, all of that kind of stuff. And it'll, it'll just make your relationship so much stronger. Like I said, like so many of my close relationships with girls and just with friends in general are with people who don't even live in LA, but I talk to them so often. And like, we, we just chat so often, whether it's over text, whether it's on the phone, whatever it is, mainly over text, honestly, that it feels like, or even like voice memos that it feels like we're, close and that like I haven't missed out on anything just because they don't live down the street from me you know so it's doable it's just a little extra effort that goes a really long way all right let's do one more hey Kelsey my name is Alex I love the podcast I have watched every single episode and also congratulations on your wedding I know that's going to be so exciting My question is actually about weddings. I don't really have a mom or like a maternal figure in my life who has like gotten married or anyone to give me advice on marriage. Um, So I haven't started wedding planning yet. I've been engaged for a few months (laughs) and I don't know where to start with wedding planning. So give me all your tips. Love ya. Hi, Alex. I am happy to help in this situation. And... Yeah, just as much as I can, at least. I will tell you, I we didn't start planning our wedding until five months after we got engaged, six months. We planned it all in like six-ish, six to eight months, I would say. So it's possible. Like you don't have to, I think a lot of people put a lot of pressure on starting right away. And there's so many like different timeline charts and this and that and like so many different things that you try to like follow. But what I did was like, I, I genuinely like never wanted it to feel like a job. 
I wanted it to just be something I enjoyed. So I didn't start planning until like I felt like I wanted to like bask in your engagement. There is main thing to remember is that there is no right or wrong when it comes to your wedding. And I feel like there's so many traditions and so many things behind weddings that a lot of times people think that you should be doing a certain thing, but it's actually, there is no right or wrong. It is your day, yours and your partner's day. It is your time. Do whatever you want for your day. It's not about anyone else. So remember that. Don't put pressure on yourself to start if you don't feel ready. The first thing that we did was look at venues and we just kind of, or like picked, kind of like figured out where we wanted to and then looked looked at venues in the area that we were looking at, like in the area that we decided that we wanted to get married in and go from there. Like see what feels right. Even like we looked at like a bunch of venues and then didn't even decide on any of those. Cause we just, then we figured out like what we did or didn't want. Did we want it to be more private? Did we want people to be here? Did we want people to be there? Like, did we, what did we want? And so dip your toe in when it feels right. You don't have to like guns ablaze and go for it right away. Maybe go look at a few spots that interest you and go from there. Yeah. I think that that has just made it a more enjoyable experience is like relieving and relieving some of the pressure was like, we didn't have an exact weekend, exact date that we wanted. We found a place that we liked and we went from there. And that's that. I think if you can get some sort of planner or coordinator day of coordinator type of thing, anything like that is also helpful, but I know that can be a little bit like pricey. So I feel like some of the checklists I've like, I've done some checklists and stuff that just to remind me of things that I didn't know I needed, but just don't like take everything with a grain of salt, do what feels right for you and start when it feels right for you. I would say like, dip your toe in, go look at some places and go from there. It's kind of what we did. So yeah. And good luck with everything. It's going to be amazing. As long as you remember that it's about like, it's not just about a wedding. It's about like a marriage and, and you choosing someone in your life with that person and celebrating it. So enjoy it, you know, enjoy it. It's going to be great. And we're here for you. I'm here. If you have any other questions, Okay. I think that's it for story time today. I love these questions. Such such different questions every week. And now my favorite time, journal time. I have four journal questions today. Let's see where we're at. Ooh, a hard hitting one to start us off. What is the best movie? I mean, okay, that is really hard. There's no one best movie. Oh my God, we watched The Menu on HBO. The Menu, that was crazy. I really enjoyed that movie. It is intense. It is weird. It's a little bit like, there's a there's a few like shocking moments for sure, but it's so different than anything I've ever watched. I really enjoyed it. I like a little bit of like shock value in a movie. I like feeling like eeriness in a movie. I like, I like that kind of vibe. And this was the perfect mix. Cause like, it wasn't scary. 
just a little eerie and like definitely shocking at some points. But it wasn't like jump scary all the time or like ghosts or stuff like that. Like Cody doesn't really like scary movies. I don't really mind them. Cody doesn't really like scary movies, but this was like the perfect mix. And it was just good. It was different. It was a fun, crazy watch. So I recommend that. I don't know what the best movie is. I I think that's a hard call. I think Crazy Stupid Love is a perfect movie. I can watch that over and over and over again. It always makes me cry. It always makes me laugh. It always like, I get so excited watching it. I, I mean, if there's one movie to watch with someone who's like, I love, I love watching movies with people who's ne- who have never seen them. Like, I think Midsummer is kind of horrifying, but I absolutely love that movie. And I love watching it with people who have never seen it because I just love watching them get shocked over what they're watching. Do you know what I mean? And I think Crazy Stupid Love is such a fun movie to watch with someone who's never seen it because there's stuff you're not expecting, you know? And it's so good. I remember seeing that in theaters and just thinking it was like one of the best movies. So maybe that is the best movie, but I think Crazy Stupid Love is perfect. It's probably a basic answer. You know what else? You know, another movie I love is Book Smart. I can watch that over and over and over again, too. I think that movie is really, really great. That is like a plane movie. Like anytime I see that movie on a plane, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Watching that. I love Book Smart. I love Crazy Stupid Love. I think, I think Easy A is also a really great movie. <laughs> and like, I love Easy A. I love the friends with benefits and just friends, those two movies. And they came out at the like exact same time. I think they're both wonderful. Um, so I guess I like like more rom-com happy movie, but Midsummer is a good one. It's not for everyone though. You know, like I wouldn't just toss that on like in the background. It's that's a jarring movie for sure, but it's good. And the menu was really good too. And I watched the movie with Julia Roberts and George Clooney and the girl from Booksmart, Caitlin, Caitlin Dever. Is that her last name? And I, I like like a light watch like that. So that was, I found to be an enjoyable movie to watch. And yeah, but I would say like Crazy Stupid Love, Booksmart. Those are like some of the best movies, at least in my opinion. So yeah. Okay, let's do another one. Talk about a time you learned how to do something new. Ooh, that's tough. I When I learned how to do something new, well, starting this podcast was new and very scary, but obviously very rewarding and something that I love so much. I learned how to knit when I was in eighth grade. I actually just talked about this today on Insanely Chill also, but I learned how to knit when I was in eighth grade. And I really wanted to knit my cousin a blanket. My cousin was born when I was in ninth grade. He was like, so he, like my aunt and uncle were pregnant with him when I was in eighth grade. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to knit and I'm going to make him a baby blanket. And it's going to be like such a great gift. I made, I learned how to knit. I had like a book. It was before like you looked things up on the internet. <laughs> I had a book. I got a book from like Michael's 
and knitting needles and yarn. And I followed the instructions in the book and I learned how to knit and I knit like a square. That's as far as I got. It was like a square because I didn't know how to start it and I didn't know how to end it. So like my mom helped me start it. I, I bet I could figure it out now. I think I was just like confused with the book. And so I like started, but I didn't make it like wide enough. So it was more going to be like a scarf, if anything. So it was just the thought that counts, I think. I guess no. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I never finished it. My cousin is now, I believe, 15. So 15 or four, 14 or 15. So it's been 14 or 15 years since that, at least 15 years because they were pregnant with him. So I should probably finish that and give it to him. Maybe like when he turns 18. But yeah, that I actually really enjoyed. I liked knitting. I just, I don't know. I never, I never finished it. But I kind of want to get back into it. I want to do something. I want to have like some hobby other than I guess now reading just something else to do like while I'm watching TV or something, just a little like creative side thing that I enjoy. Oh, sorry. I forgot there's a cat in the blanket, but yeah, there's that. I would say that's, that's the time I learned how to knit and there we have it. I really have to pee. And if you're watching the video version of this, you'll see me like squirming around, (laughs) but I'm going to, I'm going to go pee so I don't pee in my pants on the podcast because that is not the first. I don't want to do that to my sweet circlers. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I love you all so much. I'm so happy to be doing this every week. And let me know if you've been reading the books. Let me know. Let me know how you're doing and make sure to subscribe. Do you subscribe to this? And Give this five stars and write a review and I will see you next week. And I love you so much. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.